Hi, y'all. Welcome back to the Stabbing Cabin. Stabbing hey, Cabin. Hey. This is Elena here with... Michaela. Michael. And your boy, Jesse. Your boy. This week, we're getting into our hometown murders, so it's pretty exciting. Represent. Okay. That means I don't have to worry about any of y'all taking mine this week, or vice versa. No, exactly. We did not have to send out any code words this week. For this week. Yeah. Shut up. Safe. I'm mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely Michaela's using one of my favorite ones in the future. We have some yeah. murder stealing going on. It's like three, three in the future. Let okay. me just say, too, like, my hometown... Must be like way safer than what my parents were telling me that it was, because there was hardly anything that I could find. Were they all just like drug related though? Yeah, so that's it wasn't all. that yeah. interesting. It was just yeah, yeah drug related. Or just one offs. Or yeah, yeah. One Girlfriend off. got mad at the boyfriend and stuff like that. I only found <laughs> one. Really? Really? That's someone I'm doing. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. Because you're from a bigger state. Yeah, but from a really really country town. That's true too. Yeah. So. My question of the week is not murder related because if we were tied into your hometown, that'd be hard to do because that's what we're talking about today. Mm-hmm. But what is something interesting about your hometown that people should know? Ooh, I'll like take something this one. fun or interesting. I'll take this one. <laughs> so I am from originally from Warren, Ohio. That's where I'm from, so everyone knows. Um, no one knows where Warren, Ohio is at, so I always say I'm from Youngstown because it's like 20 minutes from there. Mm. But Warren, Ohio has a hot dog shop that is the only hot dog shop in America, but it is the greatest hot dog shop ever. Like, it literally, you can ask anybody from Warren, Ohio, they would tell you that this is the Our best. Our audience hot dog. members geeked about that. Oh, about yeah. It. <laughs> yeah, like that's you, Wait, you're telling me that the only hot dog shop in America is the best no, hot no, no, dog shop? No, no, I said shop? it's the only. What? Yeah, it really is. No. It's the way it is. <laughs> It's literally called, and I'm not joking, I'll pull up the thing for you later. It's literally called The Hot Dog Shop. Okay. That's what oh, it's, yeah. it's not the, I was so confused, it's no. not the only hot no, dog no, shop, no. it's just, Well, no, like, like, here we have Skyline Chili's and stuff like that. It's just, I know a couple. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. Like really confused. Some, I like me some hot dogs, we might have to go on a no. road trip so I can give this They have a branch of it, it's called Chip Jab, but that Chip Jab is not nearly as good, right. Yeah. It's literally, no yeah, shade. literally <laughs> the hot dog shop is the name of it, and it is the only one in America of that kind, and it's delicious. It's so good. We'll make a road trip, and I'll take you guys. It's worth yes. it. That is the most interesting thing in Warren, Ohio. That's what I'm trying to tell you guys. I'm erasing my calendar. about where it is. That's about oh where it God. is. We have a hot dog shop. What about you, Michaela? Oh, yeah, listen, see? my town is so small. And it wasn't that much to do back when I used to live there. I haven't been home in like eight years, by the way. Where's this town? Mebane, North Carolina. Cool. And my country just came out. I'll say that sounded like it. I'm from from Mebane, North Carolina. Mebane, North Carolina. (laughs) And um, I don't know, like, there's really nothing that goes on that much. We spend a lot of time outside. There was a goat farm. Say Um, less. Okay. School. We had a bowling alley. Oh, okay. Oh okay. I've never it seen just a bowling came alley like right when I was like fifteen. They put up a bowling alley, and we were like, "Okay, cool. We got Is somewhere else other than that pizza shop to go to." Like... Yeah, I mean, there was like KKK anyone, parades and shit. Anyone stuff. fun from your town? Very like, do you know any famous thing. people that are from your town? Oh, you didn't. Ask I don't me know that. one single famous person. I was asking for an interesting from thing. From North to Carolina. Oh. I actually do, do you have someone famous from mine. Do you want me to Google it? No, look, Google that. That's okay. a good I, I am. Actually, While Lena talks 
Wait, Maybe Michael. We'll... Michael sounds like he really wants I'm to say something. I do. Maurice, since he's asking for famous people that from Warren, Ohio, Ohio State's probably best running back ever, Maurice Claret, came from Warren, Ohio. No one cares. I don't. <laughs> Michael cares a lot. Is that how you spell it? Say? And Mario Manningham. No, Mebin. M e b i n. M e b. Give me, give me this. <laughs> M- Let me do it. A n e. Let me do it. <laughs> but yeah, also Mario Manningham came from Warren, Ohio. Okay. All from the same high school. Warren. Well, I want to go to that high school. Can I go no, back and No, legitimately, go to that? like if you're trying to be a D1 athlete, that's the school to go to. Clearly. <laughs> but I think Warren, I think like a jail. That's basically, yeah. <laughs> like, you nailed it. <laughs> like, that's it. Well, I don't know, maybe because the warden. Warren. Warden. Um, Ted Abernathy. It was named after. Who is Ted Who is Abernathy? Abernathy? He was a major league, league baseball player. I was born in 1921. Who did you play for? 1921. Oh. <laughs> and he played between 1942 and January is relax, rejuvenate, and recover, and February is Valentine's Day. Oh, there was a Native American reservation there, the Ino Okanichi Sapane hey, Nation. That's interesting. Hey, that's interesting. That, yeah, yeah, that's actually pretty cool. Lot, yeah. That is really cool. That's actually pretty cool. Yeah, for mm-hmm. uh, I'm sorry. No, you're what, good. What about you, Arena? Um, so my hometown is Portsmouth, Ohio. I say that's my hometown. That's where I was born. Technically, I grew up right outside Portsmouth. I grew up in a census reporting area, mm-hmm. is what it's called, because it's not big enough to be considered a town. Like, it's not even big enough to be considered a town. Wow. It's just the census, re- census reporting area, which is an area of population that a lot of people live in, but not enough to be, to a, be town. a town. So, super, super small. I do have one question for you. For me? Yep. What? How many black people are there? <laughs> I was getting I, ready let to me, say... Can I take this, please? <laughs> can I answer that? <laughs> I went to school... My graduating class, number one, had like 60 people in it. Yeah. And they were all white. In my whole high school, there was one mixed kid, and he was adopted by a white family. Can I just... I'm, so. I'm going to take that answer. I went there with Elena <laughs> a while ago. I went to you her You on a hometown. field trip. I did. Did it feel like Get Out? It felt a lot like Get Out. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure at one point there was a sign that said, if you're colored, get out. Like, no. <laughs> I'm pretty mom, sure. Hope you stop. Right. Oh, we gonna come embarrass my mom. <laughs> oh, I forgot. Mom. We love her. Yeah. She's the best part did. of she, she is. She's she literally. Is. I will say that I. Yeah. I will say that Elena's family was amazing, and the only reason I would ever go back is for Elena's family. So good. No, like wow. legitimately. No, they're really that. No, awesome legitimately, though. they are that awesome. Shut your mouth over there. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> legitimately, I would go back just you for really Elena's speak family. When the cards say we did stop. <laughs> Whoa! Ow! Thank you. The clap. <laughs> you when we say Shelby, the cards say applause. you can talk whenever you want when I'm talking. Yeah, go ahead and so talk. Good. So good. <laughs> so good. <laughs> She's our only, like, regular she audience member. She knows playing with her. Come on right. Now. She keeps coming back, so obviously we're not that mean to her. Michael hates wow. her. <laughs> you can hit him. You can hit him for that. Square up, then. So, anyway, we did stop at a gas station to get some fried chicken. Oh, yeah. Because the gas station has the best food. Side mm-hmm. note, this Slash fried chicken was food. really good, though. Like, I approve. I don't like 
fried chicken like that. I do, and it was good. I like Popeyes. I don't like Popeyes. No, stop. I love canes, too. And I actually don't like canes that much. I just like Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil-A. I, I have some things I'm sorry, Chick-fil-A. y'all. I know set. Chick-fil-A comes with some, some issues. But, but their chicken is love fresh. It. It's fucking uh, delicious. Uh, it is really I good. hate Chick-fil-A. I mean, I love their food, but I can't oh. eat there anymore. Chicken from the Lord, man. Um, But yeah, as far as like interesting things about Portsmouth. Oh, people, is I know something. They're all white. Um, You're not talking about it. Tell them about those trailer murders. Those are kind of creepy. Oh, oh yeah. I didn't do this as my hometown because it's still, the trials are still going on. It's still like oh, very. You should have. It's still really fresh I and like. To. Mine is too. Well, the family. <laughs> oh, yeah, yours is recent. Just like Oxygen Network just made a show about the family, and the family has came out and said like they don't want people to talk about it. They're tired of people like making a big deal of it. Like it's their tragedy, and they're, they just want time to grieve. So I'm trying to respect their wishes and not, like, go into it. But it is where the Rota massacre happened, where the entire family was killed on their property. Uh Which it ended up being one of the baby daddies killed the whole family to try to get custody of the kids. With his family. That's a great idea. With his family. The baby daddy and his whole family helped him. Yeah, they have a good idea. Let's say, all right. Grandma was up front. He went house to house. He went house to house and, like. Just killed the whole family. Yeah, oh literally. Because they're psychos. And, like, when you're in the court, like, hey, you know, like, what's the best plan to get custody? Oh, you know. Let's just murder everyone. That's fucking crazy. Like, right. yeah, let's just My favorite everybody. part is the fact that they were murdered in a trailer. And, like, due to that, they were able to just pick up the property and they're just stored right. in a storage They place. just took all the trailers and stored oh, them. Oh, yeah. that's evidence. So, like, all these trailers are still... Wow. Set up so the way I, they were. Yeah. So, needless to say, this person did not deserve custody, period. Now. Because he's not the brightest. He's not going to get custody. Oh, no, he's definitely not uh, now. Clearly but, now. It's over for him. Yeah, whatever chance he did have is gone. But, let's see, famous people. We had Branch Rickey. He's the only one I know of. Elaborate. <laughs> he signed Jackie Robinson. Oh, yes. Yeah, he's the right. one who signed Jackie Robinson into pro baseball. Yep, he helped a, black mm-hmm. people break into baseball. That's right. Oh, okay. Yep. Yeah. He's the one who got and, Jackie uh, Robinson to come Peebles? in. Peebles? Right. Yep. Yeah. Peebles, believe it or not. And uh, Roy Rogers, too. He was yep. a big uh, mm-hmm. Western movie star a long time ago. Why My high school know? football field was Roy Rogers Field. Yes, it was. I remember that. Oh, wow. I saw it. Why didn't you tell me that when I went? I would have been like... About Ricky? Yeah, I would I just thought about somebody famous. It's bro, ironic, I went isn't it? to high school with him, too. Yeah. That's crazy, bro. The kid, remember the kid with the golden voice? The movie dude, he like, Today on... No, the movie commercial dude? Yeah. Remember the kid, the teenager that came out a couple years ago, and it was like, he looked like a skinny, tiny teenager, and he went viral? Yeah. Oh, I wait. Yeah, I went to high school with him. Wow. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. I forgot about him. That's okay. pretty cool. Well, uh, Jeffy. So, Springfield, I, I took me some notes because I knew I was going to ask this question. <laughs> wow. Wait so, Springfield's the Clark County seat here in um, Ohio. It's 45 minutes from Columbus, 20 minutes from Dayton. Um, an interesting fact is it was where 4-H was founded. If anyone knows anything about 4-H, Craft Cafe. I do, yeah, 4-H. Of yeah, 4-H. <laughs> I showed goats in I fair was in with 4-H. 4-H. I did rabbits. Aww. I had a friend of mine who did I cows, and I would always go to the fair with them. 4-H is like a little, like, you summer program where, like, you show animals and, and all the stuff you, at fair. Then, then you sell Ohio them for thing? people to no, they butcher have, them. They have them all over the country. country. Yeah. Never you raise a nice little animal, and then at the end you show them, and then people buy them from you, and they kill them. They didn't kill them. Killed them. Yeah, yeah. For, yeah. Food. for food. Yeah, that's a true story. What? That's real. Yeah. Yep, you ra- you're a kid and you're raising this animal from the time it's born and to then you just send it off to its death. That's jacked up. That teaches PETA? you <laughs> responsibility no, and 
useful. I showed a goat, um, but luckily they didn't send it up for goat meat or goat bratwurst, which I've eaten. That was very disturbing because I went to my 4-H advisor's house and she was like, oh, I put some goat bratwurst. So I was like, cool. And she was like, yeah, we're eating Dharma Bay. I had petted Dharma Bay a week ago and I didn't know they were sending Dharma Bay after the... That's disturbing. That is a little disturbing. Yeah, that sounds sadistic. But they didn't didn't send mine off. Because so mine was perfect for birthing, because it had like all the right stuff, and it was a. So all of her children would go to the slaughterhouse to be yes. goat brought. I haven't seen her since I showed her up here, so probably because she's gone. Was <laughs> <laughs> like she's so she's um, gone. But anyways, Springfield's in a declining population. It had sixty thousand people in the two thousand ten census, and then in two thousand eighteen, it was a little over fifty nine thousand. Dang, you got all the notes. Wait, yeah. Just read Wikipedia. Right. Sure. No, look, it's not Wikipedia. Let me just pull. Oh, yeah, my town. I looked up Wikipedia. My town has twenty thousand people, or the city of Portsmouth. Shelby, look up how many people Warren has. I don't know. Um, and then some famous people from Springfield, John Legend, I think we've all heard of him. John Legend's yeah. from Springfield? Oh, yeah. I know. Well, Rob still lives there. His wife actually came and said that she thought it was cool that we had a KFC and a Long John Silver's built in to the same building together. That's not the only place that's happened. I know, but she thought that was cool. Was oh, famous Chrissy oh. Teigen. Chrissy Teigen. <laughs> Chrissy Teigen's um, hilarious. Braxton Miller is from Springfield. Yep. What team does he play for? He now plays, well, he did, was with the Houston Texans, but he did. He was a wide receiver for the Ohio State Buckeyes. Gotcha. I don't know if he's still with the Texans or not, though. Trey DePriest is from Springfield. He actually went to my church. His grandma made me spaghetti once. It was delicious. Um, he's the linebacker of the Baltimore Ravens. Um, Justin Chambers is in Gray's Anatomy. Figured Elena would like that. He plays Dr. Alex Karev. No! Oh, no what? He's what? Alex Karev is from your hometown? <laughs> no freaking way. Oh, that's, so shit, that's crazy. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's what? I thought Elena was going to be the only one that was going to be. No, I didn't. Guilty pleasure. I don't really watch Grey's Anatomy. Sorry, Alex. Thanks. The only reason I li- watch Grey's Anatomy is because really of Shelby I just years ago. Season 15, and I'm gonna need season 16 to hurry up. Right, exactly. And then Lillian Gish, who is considered the queen of silent film, was from Springfield, as was Johnny Lytle, who was a jazz musician, and Jonathan Winters, who was a comedian. My hometown. I need to watch Grey's Anatomy now that y'all flipped out like that. I didn't know someone from Springfield. It actually is really good. See, I like how to get away with murder. And it's made by the same yeah, person. Yeah, so you're gonna like it. I just Shonda like Rhimes. Yes. Yes. Do you know what Shonda Rhimes' first screenplay was? It's a play different was? hospital yeah. drama. Shonda Rhimes' first screenplay that got released was the Britney Spears movie Crossroads. That came out in oh, no. Really? Yeah. I guess we all learned movie. from somewhere. We all got She somewhere. learned from her mistakes. Wow. Peter. Shelby <laughs> liked that movie. Thank Shelby's you, Shelby. Shelby's I think that's a nostalgia thing. Anybody. But it's all because, like, I always had a dream of, like, road tripping to California with my best friend, so, like, that's kind we of... We can all still do it. So, look, Michaela just scared Jesse, though. I'm thinking in my head, like, what money, Ooh. bro? <laughs> so, we're not the money we're going to make off this podcast, soon. duh. Huh? <laughs> yeah, where's it at? We'll where's travel at, across though? the, we'll travel know, across the country doing that. live shows. Is it rolling in yet? I'm I mean, like we could start up the donations page. I'm like that I was going to make a Patreon. Yeah. It's like that scene from Where the Millers. Y'all getting paid for this? Right. <laughs> Not. So. But yeah, if y'all are interested in a, maybe some like behind the scenes recordings, like we always talk about the postmortems. If you want us to record them and then like put them on Patreon or whatever, let us know. Right. My let us know what you want. That way we can So we give can give the you. people what they By the way, want. We want to give the people what they want. Keep some going. Disclaimer, because I know a friend that's going to listen to this and be like, Jesse lied the entire podcast. I'm originally from Gallipolis, Ohio, but it's so small. All we have is the Mothman. The only right. ones I found were oh from 1862. God. The so. Mothman was like a huge deal when I was growing up. Yeah, Everybody was obsessed with the Mothman. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
The Mothman. Well, no, I, I covered that, too, because I was like, I'm from Warren, Ohio, but uh-huh. no one knows where Warren, Ohio right. is, so I always say, say I'm from Youngstown. So I, I mean, I was too. born in Akron, Ohio. Okay. But AK wrong. But I was raised in North Carolina. Yeah. Right. Your hometown is, like, is whatever you want it to be. Yeah, from right. 3 to 18. Yeah, you can say your hometown like, is Columbus. I mean, Galapagos is, like, across the so state it. from Springfield, so it's not close to it. Right. But I wasn't really able to find anything, and I lived in Springfield from 9 to 18, so I figured that was my prime years. I get it. No, there's nothing wrong with that. Like okay. I said, I covered it, too. So, Michael. Yes. We're you want to jump into this? I am. So, I'm actually giving my first story. Oh, my yes. God. All right. Debut. Crack guys. out the bottles. It's a debut. Guys, this it, is a miracle. We're cracking out bottles. I would do more of these <laughs> if we're doing all that. Anyway, again, like I said, Warren, Young, Warren, Ohio is so small, they really didn't have anybody. So I did a guy from Youngstown, Ohio, again, because it's literally 20 minutes away, so that's close enough. But this guy's name, his name was William Flip Williams. I don't know. Uh, he, he said it was his name. William Williams. I just William can't get Flip over it. Williams. Yes. I just can't get over it. They liter- Literally how he got his nickname was because his mom used to call him that because you could flip his names and it would still be the same thing. William I'm not joking. She's dirty. His mom is wrong for that. I'm joking. Not joking. That's literally how he got his nickname was because you could flip his names. His mom was just wrong for that. Yes. William William? Yeah. 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 His mom did him really dirty. Yes. She was corny. Probably what led to this. But anyway. <laughs> That's how we ended up here on this oh podcast. Oh my god. So, anyway. So, William Williams actually... If you guys heard about the Labor Day Massacre back in 1991, it was on September 1st, where William Williams drove through a park and just shot up a bunch of people, like, literally. Just um, at random yes. for no reason? Mm-hmm. Now, this okay. is not his first crime, so I'm going to give you a couple backgrounds onto his other crimes, but that's the one he's most I'm notably... glad he didn't just jump straight to random murder. Right, of course, Mm-mm. right. Yeah, so... On the night of the Labor Day murder, he had two accomplices with him. They were named his seven, it was a seventeen year old cousin, Broderick Boone, and Broderick's sixteen year old girlfriend, Dominic Cherry no, Jessica Cherry, and her brother Dominic Cherry. So he had like a whole posse of people that was just like all of these people in the car were like, Yeah, this is fine. This is a great idea. What the heck? So anyway, so Williams they go up to this person's house, his name whose name was Madison to discuss a, discuss a drug deal. So, of course, just like everything else in Youngstown, starts with the drug deal. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone goes into the house except Williams. Everyone else. Williams sits out there. They're using walkie-talkies. Like, this is some, like, covert-type stuff. Like, this is low-key, like, covert-type <laughs> stuff. Jesse over but, to Elena. <laughs> right. Over and out. Yep. So then we they... S- have, like, nicknames, though. <laughs> so what the other three did, they went inside, and they, like, handcuffed him, taped him to the chair... All this stuff. And then they signal for Williams to come in. So Williams comes in, and he sees that this person's typed up, all this stuff. So he proceeds to steal the drugs. While this is happening, Madison's husband and their child walks in. Oh, God. Right. Mm-mm. So this is where it comes to. So as Madison, Howard is his, uh, her husband's name. So Madison and Howard come in, and that's when... They see, like, they hear the door click, and obviously Howard knows, like, something's not up, something's not right, so he goes in, he checks it out. Mm-hmm. That's when Williams mm-hmm. turns around and shoots them both right away. Like, there was really no, he, like, just planned on it. Like, he even said, like, later in an interview, he said, like, I had a feeling they were going to come home, and I wow. was already ready to take them out. Wow. So, 
that he did that, took them both out, and then after that, obviously, he said, I can't have you as a witness talking to Madison, so he finished her off, too. Mm-hmm. Now, that didn't sit right with the other three, because they weren't intending on killing anybody. They were just here simply to steal the drugs. Mm-hmm. Right. That's all they were here for. They were not intending on killing anybody. So after that, Dominic Cherry turns himself in. On That happened on September 1st. He turns himself in September 24th. So he, it didn't take him very long. Yeah, he waited. Probably because Williams and them were like trying to talk him out of it. Right. Like, don't do that. But he finally eventually turned himself in. And then because of that, the police then arrested Jessica and Broderick. Um, they were held at the Mahoning County Juvenile Justice, Justice Center, which was literally like 10 minutes from my house. Williams later was arrested. Now, Williams isn't done yet. So, Williams was arrested, but he escaped on October 15th. I actually remember this because I remember the sirens going off. We actually got locked down from school because of it. I remember this. I didn't know who it was at the time because I was like six, but <laughs> I, I, I remember this. So, later... On January 12th of the next year, which would have been, uh, which would have been 1994, he and two other men went to the Juvenile Justice Center and tricked the receptionist into letting them enter. He then held the receptionist and the deputy hostage inside the juvenile, inside the JJC. Mm. He later, like I said, he held them up. It's not really known why. It's just kind of like Williams was just out there just trying to make himself, yeah, he was just basically trying to make himself known. And this is the best way he could do it, was he went in and held up this JJC. I have a question about your timeline real quick. What? If this was later in 1994, mm-hmm. how did you remember that when you were six? Yeah. What year were you born? You no, know, Yeah, I was born in 93. I thought... I was again, like, hold on, you were literally like... Again, zero. I, it, I, after reading it... <laughs> Michael's older than... I said... I was like, I'm really confused now. The detective said, Roberts is older than what he thinks. I've been right? thinking oh, in my head, like, the mind Well, you could have said something. <laughs> what year was this? I... Well, again, let me Someone else by. escaped when he was six. Right. Yes. <laughs> Obviously now someone else escaped when I was six. But um, the shell has a problem. Again, I didn't find anything, so I'm reading it off here. Sorry. So it's okay. I just it's assumed time, really. I just assumed that it was him. But it wasn't, obviously. Someone else escaped when I was six. Our Dang. Ju- All right, this jail is having not very. It's not. Shelby can attest. It's not very. Whatever, Jens are saying. I not. mean, you've already told me about your hospital. You understand how many times, like growing up, I heard the alarm that like announced that like a prisoner had escaped. I'm like, oh, I, that's good. We didn't even treat it like a scary situation anymore. Like no. it was just like, well, somebody's, the norm. Somebody's yeah. out. Literally, like to it's the just Paco. Like I can't tell you how many times we were locked. Like Shelby and I went to the same high school, so I can't even tell you how many times we were locked down because oh, so <laughs> like someone stupid. escaped. Because literally, our high school is like right here, and the jail is like, like behind it. Yeah, the jail is behind so it. Stupid. Who yeah. builds a school that close to a prison? My friend has a Y'all, prison. That's a true story. Right? No, do you know what's killing me? It's because Portsmouth, Ohio has the only jail in Ohio that does the execution still, so they transport all people on death row down there. So we have death row, and that's where they do the executions, and it's jail. Road high school. Yeah. Literally yep. walk you yep. you can look out the high school window and see and just like right into yep. the jail. You can see the prisoners like outside in the rectory. Good time. thing they don't have like if you headings anymore. Could you imagine like being at recess and looking over and being like, like oh, oh, oh another one. 
Right. Headings. Like, what is this? Fifteen hundred. <laughs> <laughs> Off with his head. So why is this a thing? I didn't realize that other places have this issue. I don't too. know. It's why I don't is know. this a thing? They like y'all to see. It's called the prison. You don't want to end up here. No, there's a. It's called the pipeline. Prison pipeline. They show you guys. You go to school and you go to class in a certain order. You eat at a certain time in a certain Ooh. area. They mean y'all ready for prison. They're just raising us all to be the prison. <laughs> right. We're just, we're we going to get you ready. But yeah. I just remember in London, Ohio, there's a prison like in my friend's backyard and someone escaped that night when we were eating like well, Oreo balls in the back like yard and the mom was like, oh my gosh, we all got to hide in the basement. I can't relate. I lived out in the country. There was no jails. <laughs> Nearest jail was Durham County. I think that's why the jail is there because it's like the death row jail. They don't want it around. It's like way out in the middle of a field. Like they don't want it around anyone else. Yeah. And they don't care about us. Apparently. No, ours wasn't death row. Like it wasn't that bad, but like we did have. It was. I think that was the only jail in town, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was the only jail we had. It literally clearly like clearly it's very escapable. If you in our library clearly yeah in our library if you looked out like the window on the right side of the library you could see the jail. Yeah. <laughs> you can literally see the jail. That's actually very sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, eventually, after about a three-hour struggle, um, Williams does finally surrender to the police. Um, he does say that the reason why he was going... This is kind of funny, actually. The reason why he did it is because he was holding them hostage because he didn't want them to testify at the trial, for the trial, for the, what he just escaped at. Mm. Funny part is, there was a deputy at the JJC and a receptionist who was set to uh, testify, he but it wasn't them. <laughs> it wasn't those two. That's embarrassing. Yeah, those two were not <laughs> it. That's super embarrassing. Right. Yeah, it wasn't those two. So, um, they eventually end up, um, obviously, eventually, he, they arrest him, they try him. He pleads guilty to everything already. So the whole point in trying to stop him, uh, the whole point in trying to stop them from testifying, he kind of, I think you should keep that. <laughs> um, Michaela's taking pictures while we record today. Yeah, so I can edit them, put them mm-hmm. on the podcast. Ugh. I'm not, not that very photogenic, much, guys. We'll put the filters on ours. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yep. You want a filter too? I need to change my hair before there's a picture posted. <laughs> too late. Right. And I'll just edit yours out then. There you go. That's how you do it right there. Proceed. I'm sorry. No, you're good. Anyway, so <laughs> they eventually, they end up getting him with a bunch of things. They got him on aggravated burglary, um, complicity to kidnapping. Um, they also got him, obviously, for the murders of that family. Not clearly. Yeah, and they put him, and then, of course, the hot kidnapping. They gave him the kidnapping for keeping that those guys hostage. The wrong guys. Right. He said he, he, he's probably heated just sitting in the jail like, I'm in here. I got the wrong ones. I would be salty too. Right. Um, so they actually, after like, they he gets tried, he's in jail, he gets the death penalty right away. Because this is before when they were doing the death penalty. So he got that right away. The police, after they arrest him, actually think... I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> the police actually, after they arrest him, actually go and investigate like a couple more cr- crimes and stuff like that. And they actually link him to about 10 other murders that happened in Youngstown, Ohio. Wow. As well as they found out that he previously had done five years in a California prison mm-hmm. for cocaine trafficking as well as bank robbery. You gotta start somewhere, you know? He also, 
when he first got to Youngstown, he walked into the police station to ask the police station, the ask the officers, like, about the rival gang, like, drug oh dealers in the God. area. Because he was going to go and Because he wanted to join one? No, he was going to take him out. Like, he was trying to be the lead drug dealer. in <laughs> Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Anyway, so, yeah. So, he was, um, like I said, he was given the death penalty. Mm-hmm. And he was killed by lethal injection. His last statement, his final statement was, I'm not going to waste no time talking about my lifestyle, my case, my punishment. Mom, you've been there for me from the beginning. I love you. To my nieces, nephews, and uncle, I love you very much. Y'all stick together. Don't I'd worry about me. I feel like you me. can take I'll that back. Go. Right. Pass. But yeah. So um, that is William Flip Williams Jr., he is a junior. I forgot to add that in Oh, there. my God. <laughs> William Flip Williams Jr. Seniors out here like, don't be talking about me like, like Oh, wait. Hold <laughs> <up>. <laughs> so it wasn't him. It was his grandfather. I mean, grandmother that is responsible for, yeah, for this so. name. Yes, you're right. Yeah. I'm sorry. We, I'm we, still we, holding the mom responsible because she could have put a stop to it. True. <laughs> true. The mom the is still responsible. Is. Well, I mean, it's probably the dad. He's like, yeah. I want my kid to have the same name as me. Yep. Now, the reason why I couldn't find... Uh, too much details about it is because you have an ant crawling on yeah, you. Yeah, right I was now. looking at that too. Elena, you have an ant crawling on you right now on your leg. I was like, how do you not feel that? <laughs> I didn't feel it at all. It's a very like, light-footed ant. Yeah. Um. So the reason why I wasn't able to find too much detail about it is because his kids actually wrote a book. Well, actually, William wrote the book. But then his kids took the next necessary steps to get it published and everything like that. It's called The Child of a Murderer. Or basically... Wow. Yeah. That's <laughs> right that's on called. it there. But it basically talks about like their struggle growing up knowing what their dad did. Um, which I wanted to talk to you about that, Michaela. Mm-hmm. Because I don't want to go too much into your story here, but you do have something very similar to that. Extremely similar. <laughs> I was like, you do have something very similar to that. I was listening to the story and it's... It was very, very, very similar. Right, which is why I figured... That's why I wanted to do it, because I also wanted to get your opinion on it. Because, yeah. like I said, you have a very similar story yeah. yourself, if you want to share it or not. Um, Maybe not today, but I will tell you that it's very similar yeah. to what your story was. Yeah. Like, uh, really similar. Like, very, yeah. Yeah. Super similar. Mm-hmm. Which was really weird. That's why I was staring at you like that. Like, like, are you telling my story? <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I heard Williams, but uh, <laughs> like, whoa, whoa. Michael was about to get a first-hand witness account. Like, okay, so Michaela, you're literally. I'm probably gonna find out. Would you like out. to finish the story? You might want to ask if you have a William Flip Williams in your family, just to be sure. But no, I don't think so. But yeah. But yeah, so that's, like I said, if you guys want to read a little bit more about the story, like I said, the book is called Child of a Murderer. Yeah. So if you guys want to go check it out. That I can relate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We should give Michael a round of applause because that was his first time. Thank you, guys. Are you going to start doing it weekly now? Probably not. Doubt it. That was a lot, okay? I had a lot you going. You literally Googled it and read off of an article. You didn't I, even take any notes. That's what I'm saying because I couldn't this uh-huh. week. Uh-huh. Yeah, you could have took notes every off that. week, every week, and I couldn't this week. Guys, you have no idea how busy I am. I am you busy. have no idea how busy I am. I do. That's why I don't give you, you crap for it. it was, it was I really do. Detailed. Huh? Super detailed. 
And I'm pretty sure you were the person said that you didn't have a lot of details. You well, he read the article. He just he read the article. Notes. He didn't take any uh, notes. I really don't give him that much credit. That wasn't even uh, compared to the stories you guys usually give. Uh, mine was not a lot of details. That was actually was really good. I was proud of you. Oh well, that's why I didn't think it was a lot because you guys give. Yeah. You guys can get dental records. You guys get. You got all of them. Wow, this is true. That's why I was like, mine doesn't have a lot of detail. I have a picture of the fingerprint. Just kidding. Right. <laughs> oh my God. I pulled up the His DNA next of right kin. <laughs> His next of kin, everything. You can just pull it all up. Speaking um, of DNA, I think we just got a match. Right. Speaking of DNA, let's take it to the next story. Which is Miss Michaela. Mebbin, North Carolina. Mebbin. Mebbin in the house. Now, technically, this is the only murder I could find. When I typed in murders in Mabin. Okay. And not only that, technically, it was only in Mabin because it just technically was in Mabin. Oh. We don't know where this happened. We just know the body was found in Mabin. Which brings me to my story. Um, in 1998, in September, um, a young boy was found on the highway underneath a billboard. He was partially clothed and draping over some bushes. Um, Looking into it, the only information they could find about the boy is that he had a Caucasian father and a Asian mother. Hmm. DNA type. Right. Right. So um, they looked in the area to see if there were any missing boys who happened to be of that. But there's not a lot of boys like that, regardless, in that area. Missing, there were none. So... His case kind of just went cold. Um, Investigator Tim Horn of the Orange County Sheriff's Office reported that the boy was found partially clove, of course, like I told you just a second ago. And he was very badly decomposed. After they got no, found no hits on the reporting of missing boys, the case went completely cold. So what he did is that instead of putting the box in the cold case, Right. Area in the in the police department, he put the case underneath his desk, where he would run into it daily. So like whenever he moved his leg, it hit his leg. So he was like, I wanted it to be there because I wanted, I didn't want to forget about this case. And That's I a want. good one right there. Maybe. This is my Brown. Ugh. It made me they miss some up. real ones. Oh. Yeah, because they every police officer I met down there is really sweet. But um. Yes, yeah, so he put the box underneath his desk. That's what you missed, Michael. Are you away? Okay. Uh, where purposely would hit his leg every day. Um, in his quotes, he said, I always kept the case file under my desk where it was purposely in the way. So every time I turned, it hit my leg. I did it so that the little boy would not be forgotten. End quote. You're a real one. Yeah. That's, what, like, that's the rare cases where the police actually do their job. Right. It was very... She told me that part of the story before we did this, and I was... Yeah, in the car. That's, um, like, heartwarming. Right. After two decades, um, there was a break in the case due to DNA obtained from Ancestry.com. Okay. These shout, DNA sites have been pulling through lately. Shout out to because Ancestry. Because whenever you do your Ancestry DNA, they have, like, a little clause in there that they can sell your DNA to a bidder, which is the police. Right. So... Um, what happened is that a woman in Ohio, near Cincinnati. Shout out to Ohio. Hey. Which is really weird. Shout out. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. She was taking a DNA test, of course. And they reached out to her and asked her if she knew of a 
boy in her family, he would have been her first cousin due to the uh, DNA. And she said, yeah. She said she had a little cousin named Bobby and that she was very close with this little cousin. But whenever um, she was 16, I think, or 17, he and his mother left her uncle and moved back to Korea because the mother was Korean. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She said that she had been trying to find him but had no luck because she thought that maybe when the mother went back, their family was kind of like turn them against the family in right. the U.S. Yeah. And that is not what happened, clearly. Clearly. So, yeah. Or else he wouldn't have made it on this podcast. Right. <laughs> so that brought up the questions of where's the mother? Uh-huh. Mm. So they ran Bobby's DNA on a broader search and found a match to a Jane Doe in South Carolina on a parallel highway. Hmm. So they both of them died from strangulation. So he has an M.O. The person who killed the mother is more than likely the same person who killed the son. Right. And also, the mere fact that the father told everyone in the family that they moved back to Korea. Hmm. And they clearly did not. Clearly. I think I have a suspect in my mind. Exactly. Lies. So, and this is all fresh. Like, this just happened this year. Oh, wow. The DNA search and everything. Uh Well, that makes sense because that's just now started becoming a big thing. Yeah. Yeah. 23andMe. So, um, you in jail. So, <laughs> only when you deserve it, though. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. If you murder someone and you want to hide it, do not do a 23 Me. Yeah, leave it out. Tell all <laughs> your family members not to either. If you see somebody on 23 Me, smack it out of their hands. Immediately. So, they found the father slash husband in jail on previous charges from 1999. Um, it was a, I think, a burglary charge. Okay. Um... He confessed to the murders of his wife and son, and he will not be publicly named until his trial. I think what they're going to do is they're going to wait until his trial, until he gets out in 2037. And as soon as he gets out, they're going to start trial him for this because they don't want to mess up the amount of years he's going to be in jail. Right. They want him to be in jail for the rest of his life. Which, right. again, police doing the right thing. Exactly. Like, these guys are... It's rare. They're really out of their job. Right. Yeah. Also, if... This is such like a, because it's a child, if they do release his name, he's going to get dragged in the media, and then they're going to have to move his trial location to give oh, him yeah. a fair trial. And right, and they don't want none of that. Right. They just want to get it over with. Right. So can yeah, book him, get it yeah. in, get it out. Right. Right. Shout out to the Mebbin police staff. Right, I'm well, Shout out to the Mebbin right. police staff, for real. So in closing on my case, um... I'm just going to go ahead and tell you guys the reports about the victims, because I feel like in this case especially, it was more so about the victims than it was mm-hmm. the killer. Right. Yeah, they didn't glorify the killer. Like At a all. Lot of, like a lot of places did. Nowhere did I found any articles where even talked about that man, other than Good. he was in jail. All the reports they had is like, Bobby was a brilliant young boy. He was funny. He had a dry sense of humor. Um, his mom was fun. And she was the most hardworking woman I've ever met. That was coming from the first cousin mm-hmm. that's here in Ohio. And she said that the saddest part is that she knew, she knew in her heart something was wrong because she said she never stopped looking for Bobby because she was so close to him and he just turned up missing like that. So, yeah. That's Mebbin. Shout out. Like I said, Mebbin. All these damn ants, bro. What's going on? I'm sorry. We're having like a weird ant infestation. <laughs> All good. It's happens to the best of us at this time of year. We're just going to hide it. They're the all over outside. Like, there's a whole... Like, they have taken over the sidewalk outside. Yeah, for real. Oh, my God. Yeah, but like I said, shout out to the Medvin police staff. Yeah, really. Showing you I'm how it's so supposed impressed. to be done. 
I am impressed. She's so impressed. She's tired now. I was like, yo, it that's a light, lot. That's a light, lot. It's a what? Uh, it's, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> that's a light, a lot, light. It's a lot, light. Would you say it's light as a rock? No. What is wrong with you? He's trying to make jokes, and it's not working out in his favor. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Just give it to me, all right? Just humor me. Humor me. <laughs> Michael's so fucking hilarious. He's hilarious. Thank you. Shelby, you have wow. anything to say? Well, I ain't doing my life. He ain't funny. I ain't laughing. <laughs> wow. That's my best friend, guys. Keeping it real. <laughs> best friend She's for a real years. one. That was a great story, Michaela. Well, well, thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. That was good. On it. Yeah. That was good. Shout Not out to really Mevin Police so again. Shout out to the Mevin Police. They're dope as fuck, bro. They are. Mm-hmm. Um, so today, like I said. What you got going on, Jesse? Um, so shout out to Springfield, 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 Ohio. Ohio. Um, so my case was actually kind of easy to find because I just Googled Springfield, Ohio murders and this cold case website popped up and yeah. And then, um, there was actually a link to Anita Taylor and there was a whole website I could click on that went to it. So it was really cool because there was this website just full of cold cases and everything. That makes things so, so easy. So it's not just one cold case. It's like multiple. Yeah. There's cases. a lot of cold cases in Springfield. A lot of stuff um, going down. Uh-huh. Dang. Springfield. Who made yes. this? Like made the website? The, the website? website it's yeah. ran by the actual city. Oh, sweet. Oh, that's actually pretty cool. And they like have links to where if you find more details, you can contact these people. Maybe or you need members. to talk to your city because... I got to talk to my city about a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's not just that website. I mean, people be escaping your prisons. So <laughs> yeah. They should the keep a live blog. A live like blog of people just yes. escaping. Um, so today I'm talking about Miss Anita Taylor. Anita. In Springfield, Ohio. Like I said, this is a cold case. Um, her little dates of being alive is November 25th, 1945 to October 29th, 1966. Her little dates of being alive. Her little dates of being alive. The days she was alive was November 25th, 1945 to October 29th. Not that she was just alive. It was her little dates. Her little dates of being alive. So she lived to be almost 21. Okay. Okay. Um, a little background about her. She met her future husband, Larry, after he moved to South Charleston his junior year of high school, and they both attended Southeastern High. Mm-hmm. And he was a true one. He would actually walk six miles daily to her house to see her. That's deep. That's nice. Right. I won't even I drive three miles sometimes. That's deep. <laughs> I know, because we live, like, three miles away from you. And Just I still kidding. don't It's not even, like, two miles. It's like one mile. That's maybe one. And even yeah. then, it's a struggle. True. The whole time, I'm just like... Oh, I guess. I'll drive out <laughs> yeah. But um, both Anita and Larry were part of the Southeastern graduating class in 1963, and they married in 1964, mm. and they moved to 415 Ludlow Avenue, so, so like the western school. edge of... So they were high school sweethearts? Yes. It's nice. Um, they were actually one of three couples in the class that ended up getting married. Wow. Only people, everyone in my high school, they just ended up getting pregnant after high school. Wow. There's a lot of mine. I didn't say the name of my high school, so no one knows. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, this was on the western edge of Springfield. And their son, Aaron Taylor, was born in April of 1965. So they had a kid. Nice. So how old is he now? He would be 54? 54. Oh, cool. Um, I'm trying to keep ages in my hands. Right, yeah, we gotta keep it all together. So, um, Anita got a job at the Springfield Public Finance, despite not being the most qualified applicant. I have more details on that later, as to why it's a little fishy that she got hired, but needless to say, a lot of people didn't think that was a good job for her. Mm. Um, so, Anita was known to be timid about living in the city and always had her doors locked. Mm. So, unlike certain ones of us in the group, um... Michael. Michael. Yeah. 
She would lock her doors like most of us do. <laughs> First well, off. I mean, I live there now, so they're locked. We went over okay, this. Cool. Thank you for protecting him, Shelby. You didn't even lock the door when we left. Jesse had to lock it. Yeah, I had to lock it. Because he was the last one out. I told him to lock it. You did not tell me to lock it. You didn't it. Tell I locked. Me. I shut I'm the door, and I was like, it doesn't feel like it's locked. And so while we're on this, oh the other God. day, you drove off without even watching us go in the house. Nope, if you were paying attention. Nope, I I saw you go around the corner. I was not in the house yet. That's because when I drop you off, I drop you off at the curb and then I have to circle around and go back past where I dropped you from. You know what could happen to me in that time you circled around? (laughs) You know, Michaela, I'll get out and walk you to the door from here. That would be much appreciated. When I dropped Jesse off the other day, I creepy stalked him all the way around and then parked and watched him go inside. And, and then she waved me by. And then I was like, mm-hmm. Hi, because she doesn't drop us off at the curb. She dropped me off in the you back. You know what? After I do it so yeah. many times. I'm just kidding. Okay. Um, wow. But anyways, All the like, time my for everybody. My car's been shopped. I your friends are female. Yes. Yes. See, All the time for I'm everybody. Saying. And then Jesse, like, he's a male, brakes. but I'm still the one you guys look to. True. It's a lot That's of people are protecting. It's a lot of people I'm protecting here. I'm pretty sure if I got snatched, Jesse would just take off running. <laughs> it's like that guy. No, I you actually, Jesse, you just got my snatched. My dad can attest to this. If I get scared, I stand and can't move. Oh, no. He's That's a freezer. Good, That's bad. <laughs> okay, That's so now knowing this information, instincts. even if you do get out the car with him, I'm going to stick around. Cool. <laughs> now knowing this information. Um, but anyways, so yeah, Anita was the type that was always timid and super scared. Of, like, you know, stuff. So she didn't like living in the city for that reason and she always had her doors locked because like you know she was worried people were going to try to break in um so moving on to the murder it occurred on the evening of october 28th to october 29th 1966 did y'all hear how i said oh card i didn't know we had a guest speaker wow cardi b in the house um her husband, Larry Taylor, was at the factory working, and Anita Taylor was home alone with her 18-month-old son, Aaron, um, and Anita was folding clothes. Um, Aaron actually remembers that very vividly, because they did some sort of hypnotherapy in the late 80s to try to remember that night, and he said most of that night's a blur, but he vividly remembers the last thing being his mom folding clothes. So. I don't he know was how 11 months? About it. 18. He was 18 months. I had some hypnotherapy done before, and it's really crazy, but... Um... 11 months. I was like, why have we not heard about this? Yeah, like, what? I told Jesse about this. Yeah, you didn't tell us. You didn't tell us. Oh, well, it was like, this guy came, and he put me and my friends under, and he was trying to see if we were remember a past life, and it's really weird what I recalled, and then I remember searching what I saw, and it was actually, like, like, something for real that I've never seen before, but it was something. Wow. That actually exists. So it's in your really brain weird. somewhere. That's why. Yeah, it was really weird. Was really I really weird. want to do that. Yeah, it was really. Let's all do like group hypnotherapy. What was that? I had to do it for like therapy, but it was like to remember like stuff in my life that I probably wouldn't remember else if not otherwise. Yeah, like what he just like yeah. what this guy in the yeah. story just did. And like you know, with a cold <clears> case, <throat> even though he was eighteen months old, you never know what sort of information. Right. Might be everything is useful. So, yeah. Right. Anyways, someone came into the home during the evening hours between 7.30 and 1.50 in the morning, and there was no sign of forced entry. But Aaron has stated that his family has said that the house wasn't impenetrable, and it could be easily broken into. Like, you know, the door could be, like, wedged open and all that just to get inside. Who said that? Aaron. Aaron said his so family told him At that. the time, okay. it was yeah. an 18-month-year-old. Yeah. Okay. I don't think he tried to force into the house at 18 months. No, months. He's at least a year. Don't come at me. He's a year <laughs> Don't come at me. <laughs> um, but anyways, 
So someone came into the house at some point in time and they think it's someone that would need a new. Basically at some point in time something happened and Aaron, the 18 month year old, was severely beat and had one of his legs broken. Mm. Who did that? Well, that's we what we're trying to find out. Know. Still a cold case. Yeah, it's still oh, cold. Just, oh, it's still a cold case. Yeah. So when we find out, we just want to talk. Yes. So um, <laughs> he was put back into his crib, though. And a lot of people think that's because Anita told the perpetrator that she would do whatever they wanted if they would leave Aaron alone. And so as he used it as a bargaining chip. As moms do. Yeah. And apparently at some point in time, this guy's shoe stomped Aaron, like with his foot. The because, baby? Yeah. Because there was a bloody footprint found on Aaron at some point in time. Did they get get the shoe size? Yes, we'll get there. Um, But then afterwards, he beat Anita with a broken glass pot bottle and stomped her in the neck, too. Dang. And then raped her. Dude has a stomping issue. Yes. Probably Um, threw a lot of tantrums. And she was choking and suffocating on her blood. Um, Bloody footprints were found on both Anita and Aaron's face, and it was determined that it was a size 8.5 shoe. Mm. So that's a little dude. Yeah, because so I'm 11 and a half, so... I'm 13, so yeah. I'm 11. So it was a, probably some short people syndrome yes. going on there. <laughs> that would be like... So angry. Horrible. A baby, though? He would be though? even like... He would be like my size. Yeah. Because I, I wear like a 7 I'm looking years. at your feet. Yeah. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> um, but small. Like, yeah. not that big for right. a dude. Yeah, for a dude, that's not her... If, mm-hmm. Like, if a dude was her size, that's not very big. Right. True. Um, so, Larry mm-hmm. came home just around 2 a.m. This was the discovery of the body. He was dropped off by two of his co-workers, and he knocked on the door to no answer, but he heard some moaning inside. Which, I mean, y'all, if I ever knocked on y'all's door and I heard moaning inside, I would... Like, if it was alarming <laughs> moaning... I don't want to, like, break it. Depends on what time you're talking right. about Didn't here. he just say that he'd freeze? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so. You did say you would freeze. So, you're, yeah. I mean, I would still come in to check on you. I mean, if you're moaning, I'm assuming that this person's already gone. Mm, I don't know well, if I'm going to different type But anyways, um, he knocked on the door. We have, a code, we have a code word in our group, so hopefully you guys just text that. <laughs> oh, I will try my hardest. But, you just know, text can't that. get to the phone, that's kind of irrelevant. I mean... Just start <laughs> shouting it. Hey, Siri! Text so-and-so! Banana pie! <laughs> um, but anyways, he forced himself in after hearing moaning, because, like, you know, it's kind of alarming, because he's married to her. Well, yeah, Not that clearly. case, yes, I but, would literally. bust in. Anita was barely still alive in a puddle of her blood in her bedroom, semi-conscious, choking on her own blood, naked from the shoulders down, with her bra and shirt pulled around her head, and her shorts and underwear were laying next to her. Um, she tried to say something to Larry, um, but because of the blood in her airways and her throat being crushed from the guy stomping her, um, she couldn't speak. Aaron was in his crib and was completely bruised, and his left leg was shattered, and the police actually sort of did, like, a little depiction of how he looked in his crib. Like, one of his legs were just up and moving about because it wasn't broken, and his other leg was just uh, stuck no. being straight in the crib. Well, that's, uh... So, yeah. And they described him as being mm-hmm. one giant bruise. So his entire body was just a big bruise. Um, Nothing makes me more disgusted than someone beating on his face. Especially that right. young, like... Yeah. What is that? The child's doing literally nothing to you. Well, clearly you're a very disturbed individual. Right. Like well, they're saying the assailant may have used it as, like, a bargaining chip. So, like, you know, he was, like, torturing this baby. Just I'm sure he did not have to torture him that much for her to give in. That I mean, sounds I'm not like, he like someone that. hits my baby one time and I'm going to do whatever they want. It sounds right. like he enjoyed it and he probably enjoyed seeing the mother in agony uh-huh. from what's going on to mm-hmm. her exactly. Like I said, probably short people's syndrome. Okay. Um, but Larry... Some deeper... But Larry ran out of his house to Bill's Cafe, which was a tavern nearby on Sheridan Avenue. 
where he grabbed his work friends and asked for them to come back and help. It was like the two friends that dropped him off. He knew that they were going there, so he ran to go grab their help. And then they called 911. Amanita was dead on arrival to community hospital. She actually died on the ambulance right there. And the last thing she heard was her son crying for her his mama in the ambulance. Aww. So that's really sad. You know, as a mom, you being so helpless and the last thing you're hearing is like your son crying for you. Yeah, there's nothing you can do. Yeah. That's rough. Um, well, I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. Oh. Right. Sorry. I told you this one was going to be a little deep. Um, the husband told the cops my wife has been beaten and raped. Like, whenever they interviewed him, that's all he could say over and over again. Um, so the aftermath was this was one of the most brutal killings in Springfield history. Um, Aaron went on to live with his dad in his maternal grandparents' home until his dad and grandma got in an argument. And then his dad moved to Hamilton with his parents, but he felt like that environment wasn't really healthy for him, so returned him back to his maternal grandparents. Um, he felt like he wasn't going to be an adequate father. So he stayed with his grandma with the help of other family members, and he actually helped his grandmother come out of a depression because she was upset that, you know, her daughter was murdered. Well, yeah. yeah. And all this stuff happened, and then her grandson was tortured and all that. Um, the dad ended up having two more sons and started seeing his son less and less, even though Aaron at this age, you know, he was like around 10 at this time, so he still considered his dad a hero. So I would feel really bad for this kid because his mom was murdered, and then, like, you know, his dad's starting to just slowly retreat from his life. Right. And it got to the point where they were just seeing each other on some holidays, and his dad even forgot to come on a couple birthdays. Wow. Wow. Um, That's depressing. Yeah. But his father ended up dying in a motorcycle accident exactly 11 and a half years after the murder. So that made Aaron officially an orphan at 13. And in the late 80s, to sort of try to figure out who the killer was, they did a hypnotherapy test. Mm. And like I told y'all, all he can remember is the folding of the laundry. Um, he remembers folding clothes and an iron, and his, and the psychologist said his mind shut out the rest as a psychological defense mechanism. Well, yeah. So they think he may have been hit with an iron, because he remembered there, he remembered there being an iron face towards him. Um, in 2002, a partial palm print was finally, like, found on an outside light, and a semen sample was found in Anita's underwear, because they were running, like, tests, because, like, you know, whenever they're there, they grab boxes and boxes of evidence. Right. And it looked like the back door looked a little tampered with, so they just grabbed the porch light and they found a partial comfort on there that didn't match anyone on the scene. So oh, wow. It was almost like the guy messed with the light, so like, you know, neighbors wouldn't see him escaping through the back. Uh, right. Or if he had went up to the door and he knew that he was about to try to get in the door, he probably wanted that light to be out in case she looked out the window. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but there was no match for the partial palm print or semen sample, so they weren't able to really connect that to anybody. Um, the suspects that we have is Larry, who was the husband, but his alibi was he is at work, and everyone says that they were a happy couple that never argued, um, and as you know, he died in the motorcycle crash in 1979, and he He used to- He doesn't seem that guilty. I feel like if it was him, too, they would have matched the DNA to him, like, pretty quickly, because I'm sure the police were looking at him. Well, a lot of people are angry because the police only looked at him. Right. For the longest time. Um, but he- He he didn't act guilty. He's- he doesn't seem like he was acting very guilty either. And right. he used to tell his son that he was approached by a strange woman saying that she knew who the killer was. Like, frequently. This old lady would come up to him and tell him that she knew who the killer was. And they didn't look into that? I'm guessing that old lady is dead. Yeah, probably. Well, probably. <laughs> Not um, the same as the Mebin police. Right, clearly. Shout out to the them. The other suspect is her boss, Ellsworth Miller. So this is going back to the fact that a lot of people felt like she should have been hired... Um, earlier that day, she retrieved her first paycheck from her new boss in downtown Springfield. As a matter of fact, the cash was still in the TV from where she cashed the check. 
And it was always known that her supervisor sort of had, like, a odd thing for her. He actually used to follow her home every single night from downtown Springfield to her house, which was mm-hmm. about a 15 to 20 minute drive, just to make sure she made it home safe. Yeah, that's what it was. Like, he would trail her the entire way. How, yeah. how tall was this guy? I don't know. I know he lives in Virginia now, but that's about all I know. I just want to know his size. Yes. She just wants to talk. Yeah, I just want to talk to him. We could pull up. I mean, he was alive hey, as of 2004. Cause yeah. the, it's like, what, a two-hour drive? Or Michelle, be you down yeah. for that road trip? I'm down. There you okay. go. Um, but it's definitely believed that whoever did it was someone that she knew, due to the fact that there was that's no sign of force. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yes. That's probably why the light was also out, too. Knock on the door. Mm-hmm. Can't really see them. So, right, he probably took the light out. It makes so much sense if he knocked on her door and was like, he could have made up some bullcrap excuse, like, you left something at work, or blah, 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 let me come in or and Or like, your husband you. sent me over. Or turn up the light so like the neighbors don't see you on the porch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, um, if there are any of our listeners here that might know what happened, I hate to turn that into one of those articles, but you can actually visit taylorcase.com or call Crime Stoppers at 937-352-3040. And as of 2004, there was a $50,000 reward mm-hmm. for people that might have information that might That's pretty need to close the right there. Yeah. So yeah, that's my case. This is a little picture of Anita, if y'all want to see what she looks like. She was oh, pretty. She was really pretty. pretty. Yeah. She was really pretty. So yeah, 20-year-old Anita Taylor, Springfield, Ohio. That's she my has case. kind eyes. She does. I'm just happy that the sun survived. Because, like, you know, as an 18-year-old, I feel like you're a little... Right. 18-month... Yeah, Not 18-year-old, like, 18-month-old. 18 18 oh, yeah, he's 18-month. <laughs> You're like, little feeble body can't really handle uh Wait, Well, that's probably what helped him. Though. I was like, that's what helped him. His bones weren't all the way hardened and formed yet. That's probably what saved his life, to be honest. Thanks to the two nurses in the room. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that was mine. Sorry if it was kind of a little sad. That was funny. Really yeah, that was really That was really depressing. But, hey... For it being a hometown murder where there's not a lot of stuff posted online normally, I feel like that was a nice amount of detail. It was a lot of detail. Yeah. It's just really bummy. Mm-hmm. I just wish they knew who it was, obviously. Yeah. They should. I just wish I knew the uh, her former boss's shoe size, that's all. Right. Just want to talk. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> if you're listening, I just want to talk to you. Ellsworth Miller. Maybe an interview. Yeah. Right. I think that we should just sit down and talk with him. You find out the shoe size, I'll just watch him. Yeah, just keep an eye on him. See how he reacts. Maybe Not might. just how he reacts, just how he acts in general. Because right. people to... give away so much. What if he follows us all the way back to Ohio? You don't want this smoke, bro. What's he going to do? There's you a don't lot want of this us. smoke. I'll say, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> we can run it there's a lot of us in one of his opinion. old ass. Like, There's five of us. Right. We can run it. Yeah, right. He's probably do. really old by now, yeah, too. Yeah, he can follow us. I mean. It's fine. We, that just means, never mind. He's got to at least be in his 70s at minimum <laughs> now. Least. He's not chasing yeah. us down. I mean, it is the 60s, so yeah, he would have to at least be. Yeah. Minimum. If he was, like, her boss, he, that means he was already, he was already at least in his anyway. 20s or 30s. Oh, here's a picture of her and her husband at their graduation, too. Aww. Aww. That's cute. Yeah, like I said, everyone in my high school they didn't end up getting pregnant. They didn't marry. Oh. Wow. Shelby can back me up on oh, that. Wow. <laughs> Shelby's like, do not bring me into this, please. She already said it. Too late. I don't need anybody kicking down the door, okay? <laughs> <laughs> they don't know. Don't say my name again. <laughs> so, was Miss that Shelby? Elena. <laughs> all right. Shelby, so right. now we're all <laughs> super bummed out. What's your last name? I'm too? sorry. <laughs> 
Is Portsmouth? Portsmouth? I feel like we all take turns. Oh, that's five, seven, eight. Bumming everybody out. <laughs> I feel like we all just take turns having Four, really five, bummy eight, stories. Three, Not me. Three. I never had a bum story. Wow, really? <laughs> like, Michaela's had a few sad ones. No, I haven't had, had a few sad ones. I haven't had any. All job. of them are sad. What do you mean? I mean people that have died. Yeah, these aren't happy stories. I'm talking. <laughs> like, none of these have a happy ending. I mean, Cora going up to that dude, oh, the in his face and said, Cora had a, yeah. a pretty good ending. That's yeah. him. That was pretty nice. That was nice, yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you're, yeah, you're right. That's All right. True. We got Portsmouth. All right. So, I already told you a lot about Portsmouth. Um, it's in the middle of the drug epidemic. So, there's been a lot of TV shows about it. Um, Hillbilly heroin. Mm-mm. Yeah. <laughs> and cut. Uh, <laughs> as we say. Um, and cut. <laughs> there's been a lot of shows about it recently because it's literally right smack in the middle of the drug epidemic. We have like the highest drug to population ratio. Hillbilly Considering heroin? that their population is 20,000, that's pretty bad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's like no, there's, it's a dying town, so there's no jobs and a lot of drugs. Mm. Um, it's very similar to Warren. And this is super ironic, but just right before this, Jesse goes, Oh my god, guys, there's a possible serial killer in Ohio. And then he pulled up a video. Oh yeah, I was going to talk about that at the end. That's unfortunate. Oh, don't no, worry, I'm about topic. to cover it. Uh, is that this? Yes. Are you serious? I'm oh so serious. Wow. Because they're, they're, they're linked. Can we talk about the okay. That's, That's crazy. crazy. That's, what is it? I, I said if you want me to pull up the update from today, I can. Oh, well, let's see if I already cover it. I got you. That's okay. insane. Yeah, that's why I wasn't saying much about it, because I was like, uh, about to do this. So yeah, you were really quiet. <laughs> I was like, I'm about to do it. I was so. like, normally Elena. I was confused, because we were watching the video, we were like, yeah, they're all prostitutes and involved in drugs, and I was like, I did not have like, much Right, I was like, are they prostitutes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like, Elena's weirdly quiet. She usually jumps on things like yeah, this. Well, here we go, jumping on it. So relevant. Let's so go. Let's, jump on let's it. give a quick rundown of the uh, victims so far, or the missing women so far. Um, Timberly Clayton, 38. Tamika Lynch, 30. Both of these women were found dead um, after going missing from Chillicothe, Ohio. Um, they were both found in rivers. How close was that to us? Chillicothe. Why did me and Jesse just make eye contact like... <laughs> about an hour. About very an close. Yeah, Chillicothe is like River Soup. a good middle ground between Portsmouth and where yeah. we are. Yeah, yeah. Chillicothe. There's no smiley faces around. There's no smiley faces. Well, those were guys. So I know, my, these are all females. Like, I'm going to show you some picture lineup, picture lineups yeah. of them here in a minute. They all look the same? Let me, uh, you tell me what you think. Yeah, okay. for my job, I like, Chillicothe is so close. I'll let you know if they look like these shops. He said. Well. <laughs> um, Tiffany Sayer, 26. Wanda Lemons, 37. Charlotte Trago, 29. Are all still missing from that, from Chillicothe. Their bodies have not been found yet. Um, Holly Logan, 29. And Jamie Bowen, 23. Are missing from Franklin County. Mm. That's so, us. Pause. What? That's getting real close. Franklin County. I hope they don't look like our county. So I mean, this doesn't surprise me because this is the. Is it uh, real? I'm gonna go back home. Yeah, because Warren is so much. Uh, <laughs> they don't have well, serial killers on the loose. So. I, just, I mean, there I is a current missing person that disappeared from a bar up at Easton recently too. 
you do know that our, like, where we're at right now, Columbus, is, like, one of the biggest places in the U.S. Mm-hmm. for human trafficking. For human trafficking. Yep. So, oh, we're about to get into it. We're about to get into that it. I moved in. Surprise. So, <laughs> let's keep going. <laughs> Welcome to Columbus. <laughs> the list is very long. Put that on the travel Angela brochure. Angela Holsinger, 30. Melissa Blevins, 31. Kayla Edel, 25. Rebecca Kearns, 26. Her body was found oh in a How field. How many people have you named already? A lot. A lot. A lot. Hilda Markham, 49, and Nicole Alloway, 19, and her body was also found in a field. So mm. that's already a lot of women. They're all yeah. pretty close in age, between, like, 20 and, between 20 to 40. Um, let's pull up some pictures of them real quick. Here's the first set. These are the women who are missing from the Portsmouth area. I'm going to show you in a minute, Michael. I'm seeing they all have mug shots for the most part. White blonde with the blue eyes. Oh, we got a brunette. She's the only one. Outlier. There's always got to be an outlier. I thought that was the same person. Sorry, Shelby. All white and blonde. They all look pretty like they could be related. Though, so you're good. Um. And come on, you're not in. Stop lying. And then here is the second lineup of the ones missing from the Chillicothe area. There's a black girl. Yeah, see, Chillicothe. The only one. All the rest, white, white and blonde. blonde. Yeah. They oh, all yeah. look so if very I go missing, similar. y'all are going to come look for me, right? Please actively come look for me. I don't know, look Shelby, because she kind of look like me a little bit. Yeah. Ooh, I don't like this. I, <laughs> there is, Stay out of it. There is coffee. a suspect in her murder. Mm. I believe that hers is just Copycat. coincidence. Okay. Yeah. Which because she's shocking. an outlier. And but the black girl was the one that was solved first. Anyway, no, it's, not not the solved case. Yet. it's not solved yet. I know, but they have a suspect. suspect. Yeah. So I think that she's just a coincidence that happened okay. to happen in the same area. Because all the rest are white and blonde. White and blonde. Alright, we'll help you now. White they all blonde. look very similar. Okay, let me do my hair. Clearly there's a type <laughs> happening you. right here. Right. You'd be a beautiful brunette. Yeah. Let me see. Nah, go red. Ooh. Mm. I like red, clearly. Yeah, go red. <laughs> clearly. Okay, so, but the one I'm focusing on, um, her name was Megan Lancaster. She's been missing since April 3rd, 2013. She went missing from Portsmouth. I heard so much about this growing up. There's posters of her still all over my town, big billboards. Her dad, like, and her family never, still hasn't given up hope. They still hand out flyers. They still hold events every year on her birthday, hoping they can find her. Um... Let's see, she was, she's described by, like, friends and family as, um, she was athletic, smart, she attended the Votech, um, she got a full scholarship after she graduated, um, they said she was kind and giving, um, she would give you, she said she would give away her last dollar and her shirt right off her back for anyone in need, um, but after she graduates high school, she hits a rough patch, um, don't we all? Well, <laughs> don't we all? She had a son pretty close, like, right after she graduated, she got pregnant, she had a little boy, he's 13 now, um, and then after that, she gets pretty heavy into drugs and prostitution, mm. um, so the day she goes missing, she, uh, she called her mom multiple times a day, she, her son was living with her mom at the time, and she made sure to visit him every day while she was trying to get her life back on track, um, she called them multiple times a day. Um, she spent the afternoon with her mom and then told her mom as she was pulling out that she had some things she had to take care of, but then she was coming to spend the night with her son. Um, 
she never shows up that night. And then for the next couple of days, her family can't reach her. Nobody can find her. She's not at her house. Um, and then at this point, her drug dealer shows up to her mom's house and says that they haven't heard from her and they're concerned about her. What? The drug dealer? This is a very nice drug dealer. She's your neighborhood drug dealer, man. Right. Hey, yo, I just want you to know, like, she hasn't bought anything off Well, you gotta while. think she at good? this point in time, like, the city <laughs> is that bad it's to where... It's filled with drug dealers. It's just like drugs. having, like, a, a regular-ass neighborhood. Mm-hmm. That's true, yeah, at this point. Everybody knows everybody in this town, too, so yeah. that's just, like, the neighbor from down the street right there. Yeah. yeah. Um, so... They find her car in the rally's parking lot. Mm. Um, they call the police because they're like, this is really weird. We haven't heard from her and her car's parked in rallies. And people, <laughs> the people that work there said it had been parked there for multiple days. Um, the police show up. They tell the family to just have the car towed to the parents' house. Um, and don't take them seriously when they say they want to file a missing persons report. So at this point, AAA comes... Heck? Pops the trunk. The dad crawls through the car mm-hmm. to get to open the door so AAA can put it in neutral. There's multiple people coming in and out of this car at this point, so any evidence they were going to get it's out of there is gone. Um, the car was parked up onto a curb, like one tire was on the curb, like somebody had pulled in in a hurry. Her wallet was sitting in the front seat, and the seat was all the way back. They said it looked like somebody who was probably about, like, 6'5 had been driving it, but Megan was only 5'6". Mm. So, mm. suspicious. Um, the police didn't actually do any testing of the car until six months later. Shout out to Mevin Police, because they're the only <laughs> ones that can do their job. Because they didn't give a crap. Um, Shout out to Mevin. <laughs> uh, by the way, four years later... A body was found right next to the Raleigh's parking lot. Shout out to <laughs> Mebbin Police. It's not Megan, it's another woman, Sarah Woods. Oh, okay. I mean, they found the body, so they shout out to the police. They do say that killers always come back oh, to Oh, no, no, no. No, no. When they found the body, the, the news calls the police for a comment, and the police say that um, someone just started a rumor, and that's not true. And then Sarah's family has to come to the news and be like, no, that's where her body was found. They're lying. Wow. Yeah. Mebbin, North Carolina. Can you send, like, your police <laughs> out throughout the country to, like, old. train? Well, the dude <laughs> like, that had the box on us underneath <clears throat> his desk, he retired right after he finished. Yo, like, said, my done. man, if you're listening, can you, like, go throughout the country and just train? Right. <laughs> like, just so, be a trainer, please. I gotcha. There was, the, her family said that they saw her with a mysterious man around the time of her disappearance. This is Sarah Woods, the body that was just found in the same area as the car. This is a picture of the body. Is there a picture of the body? No, is this a picture of the body, or is it just a picture of her? Because I don't want to see the body. No, I don't have a picture of her. Okay. <laughs> no, don't worry, I'm not showing you any body pictures. Other said, this is her, and I was like, No, 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 oh, no, no. Wait, The no. family said that they saw her with a mysterious man around the time of her disappearance, um, and there's a lot of conflicting information, obviously, that the police are putting out. Um, so, back to Megan. The police basically did nothing. The family started their own investigation, hired their own private detectives, um, canvassed the town. They were hanging signs and flyers up all over town, and the police were going behind them and taking them down. No. Yeah. Why? Mm-hmm. Shout out to the We'll get police. into that. I don't get that. Um, it sounds like Portsmouth, though. Police took 
nine days to allow the news to run a story, like, to give a comment so the news could run a story on her disappearance. Um, and then this, the family said, you know, Megan had never went a day without talking to her mom or son and had never run off before, so this was very out of character for her, and they couldn't understand why the police weren't taking it serious. Um, but they refused to investigate, they refused to communicate with the family, and then Megan's black book is found. No hello little John, but... So, it has the names, the numbers, and how much she charged each client. And in this black book was a man by the name of Michael Moran, who was um, a major attorney in the area. Mm. And Captain Lynn Brewer, who was the police chief. Mm. Oh, and the plot thickens. Right. Like some maple syrup. And he was the one that was the head of her investigation. Or lack thereof, since it took and nine whole days lack to talk to the news. So he, I, bet I think he, they were I, just trying to cover their I bet ass. he jumped all over that. So, <clears throat> within recent, within the last year, the FBI put down an indictment on Michael Moran and Judge Marshall of Portsmouth, Ohio, um, for sex trafficking, white slavery, drug trafficking, and murder. Wait, pause. There's a crime for white There's slavery? There's a crime for white <laughs> slavery. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> This I'm not even going to get into this that. <laughs> I'm letting that go. <laughs> Wait. I'm not even getting into Pause. that. Pause. I'm Hold so up. serious. Hold up. This There's... is what is exactly stated in the indictment. There's a crime called white slavery. <laughs> this is real. I can't. Yo. No, I'm not even. We're going to let that go. I'm not even. Ah. Uh, wow. Anyways. Wait, if, it, if it's a black person, do they call it just black just slavery? Just slavery? slavery? Like, what's the difference? Um, White slavery. They call it not charged. Why do we have to just what they call it? (laughs) Not charged. Anyway. Not guilty. (laughs) Right. Okay. So, (laughs) clearly, they resign. They both resign slash are allowed to retire while the FBI is investigating. So they got their retirement money? They still got the pension? Oh. Mm -mm. Um, there's There's many... Pretty much the whole police department is wrapped up in this huge scandal right now, including a lot of the judges. Um, Sounds like because Can we just tear them all they out and start they over? have found that there is a F- sex weeks. trafficking ring being run out of Portsmouth, Ohio. Shut up. Out of the police and justice department. Yeah, fancy that. So both men are denying these claims clearly. Clearly. Um, and Megan's sister-in-law. After this happened, she confronted them about it and was like, why is your, why are your names in her book as her clients? I think that she was just a regular prostitute, maybe. Well. Because usually when this is a sex trafficking, it's someone basically forcing them to go out and do it, and they're collecting, benefiting off these women as well. Well, I'm getting there. But she yeah. has a contact list of who to call. Yes. They yeah, have so her, all their phone numbers. she's clearly her own pimp. Right. Um, but Megan's sister-in-law goes this to these boring. men once this all comes out. And, um, the police arrest her. Who? Because they said she was, like, uh, being disruptive. Of course she Megan's sister-in-law. Because she's about to break the... She confronts them about the black book, and she gets arrested. Sounds like... Sounds about right. I mean, it's because it's best friends. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um... Many women have come forward and said that they were offered reduced sentences for sexual favors... And that both of these men were involved in the trafficking ring. Um, and just a side note, this judge who is in this indictment 
was arrested for drunk driving at one point and had to complete addiction treatment. But he was allowed to just keep being a judge. Of course he was. Of course not. Of course not. That sounds about Portsmouth. I actually, during... <laughs> side fun. note, I did mock trial in high school and he was um, our like presiding judge. For was our he? fake trial. Well, of course was he, he was. nice, at least? He was actually very nice, but clearly it's not real. Clearly it's an act. Did he give you, did he offer to give you a better grade for sexual he favors? He offered to, Stop. he said, he gave me his card and said that I did really well and that if I ever wanted help you getting into law school, that I should contact you him. You specifically? Me specifically. Wow. Alina, like, you I almost got in <laughs> You he almost got at her. He was like, she sure would make a, a nice addition to my white slaves. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Um they wouldn't even say massa, they put the ER on it. Master. <laughs> oh my god. I'm done with the both of you. Shelby, I love your shirt. <laughs> I'm done. I can't. I'm done. Just um to Sorry, add Lena. some more confusion into the mix. Charlotte Trago, who was one of the women at the beginning who I mentioned was missing from Chillicothe, mm. guess who her attorney was? Michael Mike Moran. Moran. Yep. She was control. Jamie, also Jamie Bowen. <laughs> Michael Moran. Who is one of the women missing from Franklin County. Her attorney was Mike Moran, and she attended the same drug rehab as Megan Lancaster. Oh my God. Wow. That's crazy. So, um, that was extra. After <laughs> this keeps going, this. things keep coming out. It's eventually found that Megan, a couple years before her disappearance, police forced her to be an informant for them mm. um, because they knew she was buying drugs and that she was a prostitute. They told her that if she didn't help them in this drug sting by setting up her dealer that they would take her son away and neither her or her family would ever see him again or know what happened to him. It happened in Dexter. Well, it happened here, too. It happened to White Boy Rick, too. Um, so she does it, and she's, she is, like, she says, like, that if they make her do this, that the people, you know, that she's setting up are going to try to kill her. Mm. Um, but the police don't care. And then at this point... The person in charge of her case, since, you know, Lynn Brewer had to step down because of, you know, all of this stuff. The new person in charge of her case is Detective Steve Brewer. Relation? Yes, related. Wow. He recently went to the family and said that he needed a recent picture of Megan's son to use as a sympathy card. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. As a sympathy card. Can, can we shut control. down? Is it possible to shut down like an entire police force? <laughs> can we just yeah. shut down Portsmouth? All right, let's All just together. the whole city of Portsmouth can't. Michaela, you and I are <laughs> doing a better job. Of course, I could do a better job. So obviously, um, those are all the, like the straight up facts. Now we're gonna get a little bit into more the theories, theories, small town gossip. Take it with a grain of salt, but it might be true. Let's um, hear these. Bless them out, bro. This, this I've seen. <laughs> Didn't you reach so out the, to the actual members of your community? I did. So that's, that's where I got a lot of these from. That's interesting. Um. So, one of the theories is that it was retaliation when, you know, Megan snitched on yeah. her dealer. Then he put a hit out on her. 
and that's who killed her. But then um, why would he come and check on her? No, different dealer. Oh, okay. Different dealer. <laughs> like, this is so, like, real quick, are you going to need, like, a bodyguard the next time you go back? I'm kind of wondering because I'm, Do you like, drugs in trouble for some of this. Oh, they might take oh. me out for trying to put this out there, though. But watch out. Spike TV did a whole series on this, though. Yeah, that's Spike the TV. Missing they got of Ohio. And, and there's right, also but there I was mean, also a huge MSNBC. Right. News I'm not the thing first today. one. I'm not the first one. To Literally do this, today. So. I oh. think her family has been out here. I think they would have taken them out by now if somebody was that worried. That's okay. true. Right. Um. Just in case, though. So, <laughs> one of the PIs that the family hired actually tracked down um, the supposed hitman, and he said. His exact comment was that he wouldn't comment on the murder, but if he had done it, her body would never be found anyway. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say he, because right. that sounds like a hitman thing to say. Yeah, so, like, I'm going to say that he didn't do it. They want to cap, like, okay. All right, cool. Like, Pass. you're good at your job. All right. And then, <laughs> so I, that's why I locked it down <laughs> for me. On. But then, um, back to Michael Moran. Apparently, Megan worked for him, probably in more ways than one. Um, like he denied ever knowing him. He denied ever knowing her. He said he'd heard of her, but he didn't know her. Funny, she's but on your she's payroll, on your payroll dog. Yeah. He, <laughs> Multiple payrolls. He was one of her clients. He said that um, her Megan's sister-in-law wrote his name in the book and was trying to blackmail him and that it was all fake. Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. That's what we all say. Um, That's what they all say, I mean. But he... Uh, was also at one point in a car accident with her. It's on public record. But he doesn't know her. Oh, okay. And he, he hired her as a vacuum salesman. She was selling vacuums What does a lawyer... I'm sure that's a front. There's a joke in there, but I'm not going to do it. Like, I'm it sure that's a front. <laughs> They're not really selling vacuums. There's a joke in there, but Some I'm not going to do it. Um, but he doesn't know her. Um, <laughs> people said that Megan told him that he that she wanted to stop working for him and he was very angry about it. Um, so the current private investigator believes that he either killed her and had it covered up very easily, clearly. Because got the police. Yeah, the whole it, police department. And, or, um, that he trafficked her and that she's still alive somewhere, just a victim of sex trafficking. Yeah, it was Liam Neeson and that's why they wanted, <laughs> And that's why they wanted the recent picture of her son to, like, Use it against her. Yeah, because they know where she's at. Right. Yeah. Well, because they have her. I mean, that one makes sense. You said that wouldn't make sense. I said that one makes. Does it makes sense. sense. Yeah, because yeah, then maybe she's starting to start to fight back and like, look, you won this. Yeah, right. They're probably I like, mean, they we usually, know where he is. We have pictures of him. They use that and then they drug them up. Mm-hmm. And then they also hit them, beat them. Right, because a lot of these, if you notice, a lot of these other women, this whole list that all look the same. They go missing, and then, but most of the time their bodies are found months, months later. So who isn't to say they're being kept somewhere? Right. And then... Well, right. like the one girl that was, her body was found. Again. She was probably one that was in there, and then they killed her. So they're like, all right, we don't need her, so they got right. rid of the I body. Right, I feel like a lot of the time there's no outward signs of trauma, so I feel like they're giving them too much, too many drugs. Yeah. Yeah. I do think it's so crazy. That literally five minutes before we hit record, I, you brought up that article. My phone was like, "Hey, there's a serial killer in Ohio." And, but I don't <laughs> think it's a serial killer. I think it's a trafficking ring, and yeah. it's clearly based in Portsmouth. So you course, think there's multiple people involved? 
Oh, yeah. I think it's the whole Portsmouth, Portsmouth Police Department. Portsmouth. Well, they're finally, you know, like I said, the yeah, FBI yeah, is I finally in, sussing yeah. it out. But Portsmouth and Chillicothe are 40 miles away from each other. Yeah. There's a lot of intermingling happening here. Oh, yeah. Um, but McKinney no matter what the... happened, the police do not want this to come out, clearly. Of course. They're obviously, obviously involved in some fashion. Even if they didn't kill her, they have things they want to hide about. They're probably shitting their pants right now since MSNBC just ran that story. Oh, they're probably very nervous. Because it's all or around the country. not, now. because some of them they're all covering for not. each other really, really, really well. Or some of them truly didn't know. Right, it's not the whole police I mean, department. Course, There's have, some good ones in you there. You have, like, some rookies who, like, aren't in yet, or... Yeah. There's like, some good ones. ones. I know, I personally know some very good Joe? police Joe officers. I mean, there's always a few. You always have bad ass. Right. I personally know some very good ones, but, uh... I know yeah, some good ones, there's too. There's some bad... Yeah, your whole there's city. There's a lot of bad your ones. Your whole hometown has a good police officer. I will say Gallipolis is, is apparently really good, because that's my official hometown, Can't and they ain't got no I used murders. to play a paintball with our police department in Mebbin. Oh. Aww. Okay. They were really nice. Also, um, if you want more information, watch The Forgotten Women of Ohio. The series that came out, episode five, is the one specifically about Portsmouth and Megan. The Forgotten Women of Ohio? The Forgotten Women of Ohio. I'm adding it to my Hulu. And uh, one of the other big things that they're investigating is there's a man named, that goes by Dollar Bill. Mm-hmm. Huge. <laughs> yeah. Huge. Williams, huge. Dollar Bill. Drug trafficker. Like, he's the head honcho, and he can be tied to a lot of these women as well. Um, there's a whole mess going on down there. Yo, why don't we just go down and investigate? But there's not much press being about it until recently because nobody cared. But you're right. I can't go to Portsmouth and investigate it because I'd stick out like a sore thumb. <laughs> yeah, you're not going to blend in very well. But, yeah, um, I was pretty passionate about this one because Clearly. we've known about this for years. And nothing has And no one, like, ever, no one cared and no one would believe anybody you in my town. You just have a GoPro on Shelby. Yeah, Shelby. Mm, Shelby fits the victim description. Though. Yeah, I'm going nowhere, man. I'm gonna sit this one out for the sake of for the GoPro recording. Come on, Shelby, take him for the team. Live I'll get snatched in the first the GoPro live, live streaming it to the going. Just take the GoPro. And then after that, we'll Liam Neeson it and come get you. No, you ain't Liam Neeson. I don't have any faith in that. We'll live stream it while it's happening. We'll end up in another country somewhere. And we'll go to that country. Nah, they don't don't take a lot of people overseas. No. You got to be extra special. There is plenty of people here that want some sex slaves. It's fine. Yeah. They don't slavery. need to ship them more. Charged with white slavery. I am done. Master. Not massive. It's master. Oh my god. Y'all are too much. <laughs> you don't understand how much I'm just like. When did this law become a thing? You want me to look it up? No. Yes, like do. I don't understand. Let's just get a description of what this actually means. Because I'm slavery. more than sure that human trafficking is not just white people. Remind me after we're done recording. I have a little more, like a little piece of information about this too, but I cannot say it on the recording. Post-mortem. Post-mortem. Five years for a fifth year anniversary, we'll tell y'all. Uh, okay, you... Probably not. <laughs> um, Scratch that. If things line up, 
in the right way, then I'll tell you. Ten but years? until those things line up, I cannot or tell you. Or how about we just leave it at what she said? 20 years. How I'll... about we leave it at what she said? <laughs> just about to end up in some of my wife's slavery. <laughs> <laughs> We're good. <laughs> we already been through that. So <laughs> we don't have to worry about it. And look up if there's a law there's, there's a law for black slavery. Just there's always it. been a law. What do you it's mean? based on the man act. Well, there's no law. Uh, of 1910. <laughs> so, as of 1910? Yeah, they're like, you definitely cannot enslave So, and its original like, form... We can't enslave blacks. Y'all ready? definitely enslaving whites. Y'all ready? <laughs> That's that right there. So, <laughs> it's punishable. So, y'all, this is based on the Man Act. Um, that's another title for it. And it was enacted in 1910. You ready for this? It's about to heat up some people. In its original form, the act made it a felony to engage in interstate or foreign commerce transport of any woman or girl for the purchase of prostitution or debauchery of any immoral purpose. So it's basically, you can't be a... You so can't, sex trafficking. It's sex yeah. trafficking. <laughs> I don't know why they just It's say just white. another way to say sex trafficking. Yeah. Why is it white slavery? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's, so stuck on it, man. That's got to be the title Listen, of this podcast. <laughs> this is blowing my mind right now. Does, any, also, <laughs> Yo, does anyone you... else notice that when Jesse's trying to say something and we're all still talking, he just sits over and goes, Guy, guy are you ready? Are you, are yes. you ready? Yeah. Guys, are you ready? That's we why ready. the last one was named. <laughs> what city is it? <laughs> what, what, what city is this? <laughs> I was too far away to hear last time, but this time he's right here, and I just kept hearing, guys, are guys, you, guys, you know, when I was guys, listening are, are you back guys? to it, like, I literally was dying. <laughs> yeah. There's literally no reason why they're calling it white. Slavery? Yeah. Oh. This mm-hmm. must be a Portsmouth thing. It's a Portsmouth, well. <laughs> no, no, like, this is a legal, legal thing. It was created to stop forced sexual slavery of women. But there's no part that says... Well, if it was a 1910, it was probably well, the white women. Well, there you go. The, the <laughs> name probably just hasn't updated with the times. Yeah. But all, all the women it's talking about are white, too. I'm confused. Because it's you? most of all people charged well, with Well, because that's what they Maybe back then you didn't even have to say uh, white women, because everybody knew if you were talking about women, you, you were clearly talking, talking about white women. women. Right. Because who cares about black women at this time, right. period? It was 1910. Could you imagine, though, like... I mean, like, this... Like, what songs would they sing? Like, White Slave? Like, we got... Stop! <laughs> like, oh, like, stop! You need to slow it down, sir. <laughs> okay, moving on. Just asking. <laughs> Just a question. Elena, I was going to wait till the end to bring up that news article. <laughs> <laughs> Elena and I were just sitting here like, well... Like, is it Katy Perry? Like, Teenage Dreams? Katy <laughs> <Many> or <laughs> No, they gotta sing Roar. <laughs> <laughs> you push your best No, that's the, that's the revolution song right there. Oh, God. Miley Cyrus. Yeah, yeah, but it may be hotter than but song. it's also hotter in hell. <laughs> <laughs> I know, baby girl. I know. Miley Cyrus is wrecking ball. Climb. Miley Cyrus, climb. It's a climb. <laughs> Hold out, throw down is one of their party songs. <laughs> 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 Pop it, lock it, boom, clap, clap. Oh, Pop God. it, lock it, poker, <laughs> daddy, country, fight it, hip hop it. What? <laughs> I can sing the whole song. Put your honk and scat, 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 to the left. I can do the whole song. Is that like the white slavery dance? Yes. Oh my God. I know the whole dance. I do too. Yes. Yo, master, I made you some dinner. Which season? Not yo. 
What seasoning did you use? Salt? <laughs> seasoning? <laughs> Shut up! Stop! Okay, I think we, we need to stop! <laughs> Alright, I can't help it. <laughs> okay, so anyways, before we all go to hell. Oh, it's too late. <laughs> it's way too Michaela late. And Michael got like front row seat on us. <laughs> <laughs> on that roller coaster, they gonna be the ones like, Woo! If you would have seen our face when she said white slavery, like the we both looked like the them. look we had that we gave. And Elena, Elena kept talking as if we were just gonna roll. I was that. just trying to go past that point. You should have known better. She's like, I was about to pick up on it. I didn't even need to look up to see you guys. I already knew. We both was like, what? Oh, like the Joker. I wanted to leave it out, but also I didn't want to leave any information out. I was like, what? White slavery. Oh. And then Michaela's like, wait, hold up. <laughs> Reverse. Stop. Oh Bring it back. God. So are they picking corn instead? Stop. Stop. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> They're not picking corn. We're washing their poodles. Wow, Jesse. <laughs> Jesse just moved to the front of the bus. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, scooch over, guys. Yeah, like that too. Like. Nowadays, like it's cool to sit in the back of the bus. Like when they get moved Shut to the front up. of the bus, yeah, as punishment. You didn't have to go. There. <laughs> just you didn't have to we go. Didn't. So. Now we done moved from slavery to Jim Crow laws. You're taking it to a whole other. I level. mean, Portsmouth's got it all. <laughs> History of America, y'all. I can never go back to my hometown now. <laughs> Not after this. We can edit out a lot of this. I can I never go back. So. Yeah. <laughs> I can't, I I can't so. go back. I never. can edit out a lot. I, I can toy some tricks. I actually have you to can go try to if you want soon, to. So this you is might have fine. to take someone with you. I'll go with you. Or I can't go because I. I it's actually for a work up. thing, so. Oh, never mind. I'll come with you. Um. Thank I'll you. I'll go. hide you I'll in our along. van. So, Michael, right along. last minute socks. <laughs> I think I already said them. <laughs> <laughs> it's I'm, all out of the open. I think already. I've already covered them. Is Mother going to sell it tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we sing the Annie oh, song, God. The Sun Will Come Out. Oh! oh. <laughs> the sun will come out. <laughs> it's a hard knock life. I already sing that. We've already sung that, yeah. so. Elaine and I sing that at work. Yeah. Oh, that. God. We already did that You're when right. a certain person tried to make a scrub. I gotta go. I feel like I'm, I'm going to help y'all just here. No, girl. Like, oh, a certain God. manager tried to make a scrub the walls with magic erasers, yeah. and me and Jesse were both sitting there going, It's, it's a hard knock life. Her head popped around the corner like devil eyes, and we were like, oops. Yeah, I I wasn't there. I would have kept singing. (laughs) She said, Michaela, you want to help them? I was like, no. No. Okay. (laughs) There was some white slavery going on in that place. (laughs) Um, But yeah, um, Michaela, last minute thoughts. Um, They're coming over on airplanes, not ships. All right, go ahead. Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> go ahead. I'm done. We about to have to cut everything Michael said. <laughs> this is going to be like a 15-minute long episode <laughs> after I'm done editing. Why would you edit that out? Like, that's actually That's funny. hilarious. It's like white slavery. I just can't. <laughs> no way saying nothing racist here. I didn't say I. Clearly. I hate you. I We're hate all you. Depressed to have a whole <laughs> law for you guys, you know. <laughs> okay, um, Michaela, that's been the thought. Yeah, there's a video online um, called "White Genocide." I'm dead ass. 
You guys should give it a look. No way. I yeah, swear I to God. I always thought it was funny, but now that we're reading this, it's like... Not so funny anymore? No, it's still hilarious. <laughs> 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 but I'm just like, wow. Like, no, it's still very funny. Like, I'll, I have just to, can't. I'll send you guys a link. Yo, there's a whole sure. law for whites. I just can't get my mind I mean, at least there's a law. <laughs> I guess. Is wow. that your last minute thought? Yeah, I'm sorry. That just came to mind. I've already said my okay, thoughts. Okay, Shelby, would you like to say <laughs> I'm already done. Um, you know, I don't, I don't really have anything else to add. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of interesting cases. I hope um, this is at least a giga coaster to hell. Yeah, she was about to say, I hope you guys stay cool down there. Yeah, because, you know, right now, we're yeah. fast passing it to hell. <laughs> fast pass plus. I got the season pass, right. baby. Yeah. <laughs> you edit highway to hell on in this episode. I think we totally might get a copyright claim. Oh, that might be one of the other songs. What are you talking about? Highway to Hell? I'm on that! <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely one of the songs they're singing. Whoa. You know our song, or you know our theme song is Rascal Flats. Life, Life is, is a highway. highway. No, um, Seasons of I don't know them white people. I'm not that white. I'm not white. I know. Falling over this empty house. There's going to be y'all. I don't identify with that. We're sitting there singing 525. No, y'all can't have that one. No, no. No, we ain't. If I'm part of this white person, no. That one's got to go. That's got too much. That's got too much, uh... Whoa, type stuff. Yeah, y'all couldn't hit that. Yeah, right. <laughs> y'all couldn't hit that one line. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah. No. No, no, no. I got it. The song that they sing. This is like the equivalent of like Our Amazing Grace. Oh, mm-hmm. God. Never Give You Up by Rick Astley. Never gonna <laughs> give you up. Stop. We have no strangers to love. Yes. <laughs> They gonna start twirling. So actually, coming from a white person, they would be Journey. You're, you're right. Together. You're right. No, no, no. Just a small town girl. Yeah, you're right. No one knows what you're gonna be saying. That's what. That's my heart will go on. Oh my god. Oh yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Never gonna get. Never gonna get. Think about the. Mixing it right. So anytime, anytime, they look, anytime they look up a video, like like say oh, the like the white hurts. slave in the house, like the house slave is like trying to look up a video for master. <laughs> he, uh, he like looks up a video and someone pops up out of nowhere. Never gonna give. Never, never gonna give. give. Oh my god! You got Wait, Rick first rolled. Some sex trafficking. Did you call so we got houses. Like houses. Like we got. We will separate them now. I mean, if they're gonna call it white slavery, <laughs> we gonna do it like we <laughs> like our ancestors. How are you gonna separate them? <laughs> I don't know exactly. Um, Elena, last minute thought: the yee yees over here, and the yee haws over here. No, you gotta put the the, the chads over here, the brunettes <laughs> over here, the blonde. Every every yee haws got a little yee, but not every yee yees got a little yee haw. What that's, is that? That's the most Portsmouth thing. <laughs> I have no idea. I'll explain it to you. Oh in a God! All right, let's end this. Let's end this. We're about to Elena, get, last minute thoughts. We're about to get I shut have down. no thoughts. We're about to get shut down. Please don't shun me. I'm. I know there's some good ones of you. Rise up and take over, please. 
I have a nice little shout out. Apparently, our Instagram got a nice little DM today. Oh, yeah, we did. He's yeah. To, What's he's his about name? He must have told me he wasn't listening no more. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my he was like, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> going to be like, this is not what I signed up for. Oh, God. Unsubscribe. I can't. We got a new follower on SoundCloud today, too. <laughs> he just did we? Us. Did we really? Did we? Uh-huh. Do you know their name? Do you know their name? I'll pull that up. I'll pull up Homeboy's name. Awkward um, silence filling. Um, y'all talk about Tell something. us a joke, Michael. <laughs> I don't think you want that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no more. Josiah. Josiah. Josiah came out today because we were talking uh, our <laughs> podcast with the cover-ups just dropped. Oh, That's why he came out? Um, he came out because he was, I guess he wanted to show support because that was a... Um, LG. We talked about um, LGBTQ type um, case in there. Case there, and he is B. So. Okay. Um, our new follower is Tawana Hunt. Thanks, Tawana. Hey, Tawana. Okay, Tawana. Welcome, um, girl. All her listens and likes are about submit your track link in description so don't know how legit she is oh well it doesn't matter she's still a person I mean she still follows us so hey she has 24 followers and is following 495 people probably she wanted a lot of information I mean you didn't have to put her out there like that but I mean that was social security number address (laughs) go ahead and put all that on but uh, props props to Josiah for coming out and um I wish you luck Yes. Yeah. Good absolutely. luck, Josiah. And if you, you ever need anything, just reach out to us. Need any support right. or anything? Hit we us got up. You. Yeah. Happy Pride Month, everyone. <laughs> I'm not sure Josiah how much underscore you want from this right now. <laughs> Josiah underscore Young. I'm following him right now. Yeah, go ahead and follow him. Give him a little. Josiah follow. underscore Young. Appreciate it, Josiah. Appreciate it. Cool looking kid. Yeah, we do. Sorry, there's Beyonce um, on my Hopefully, page. you Please. still like us after this episode drops. Don't judge me for this. Oh, he's a cutie pie. Yeah. He's cute. He is. Let me see. Cute he's cutie. Wait, is this him? Oh, he oh, is. Oh, this one. It's that. Yeah, it's that one. He's cute. Hey. Aww. Hi, Josiah. Good for Welcome you, Josiah. Good again. for you. Welcome, Welcome to, you to, you Welcome you to the group. Welcome to the say his name. Josiah. You went Josiah. 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 First off, Shelby. <laughs> no one came at us like that, Shelby. There's no, absolutely Stop. no necessary oh my reason God. for it, Shelby. All right, I think it's about time to wrap this up. <laughs> yeah, um, so I yeah. had a rare performance today. I need to go to bed. Happy Pride. Um, <laughs> I'm like, it's time. So, oh, again, what? follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Cabin. Michael, what's our email? <laughs> no, don't ask me right now. <laughs> Elena, what's our email? <laughs> our email... <laughs> Stabbing cabin. Stabbing cabin dot jam. J A M M. At what? At gmail dot com. Spell G N. I'm changing it. I'm, I'm changing it to white slavery. Sucks. If you had an issue, if you had an issue with this episode, send us an email on in. And we will gladly. Send us your thoughts on white slavery. Gosh. Hey, look, I to will, be honest, I will write an immaculation proclamation for the white slavery. <laughs> Emancipation proclamation? Yeah, we have a new thing. I mean, at least they got reparations, my guy. He said he's about to write an immaculation proclamation. No, I didn't. I said an proclamation. No, you said it three times now. No, I didn't. It's an emancipation proclamation. I know that. I mean, if you wrote one of those, they're not going to let him go. What the hell? What you mean? You're right. This ain't lawful. It's against the law, clearly. 
Michael's like all you sex traffickers out there. I wrote this document. Time to let him go. Look, it's right here in writing. I'm not Abraham. End it. End it. I can't. Oh my god. We going jam to Don't Stop Believing. Bye. Bye. Bye, y'all.